I used to want to have the perfect story, right? Just that amazing character arc, nothing but great things. But now I realize I just want the story that's mine. And for all the flaws and all the tough times. Because through those tough moments, I'm challenged. And I grow and I develop into someone that I didn't even realize I was capable of. And uh, I don't know, for me, that's been one of the most rewarding parts of life. wake up with Wellbrook podcast i'm your host chris wellbrook first off really want to thank everyone i got such amazing feedback from from last week's episode with luke um, as well as just kind of all three episodes in general this has been such a learning process for me you know i'm not a professional podcaster by any means soon i will be mark my words but right now it's really just it's, it's been a trial and error process right and one of the big things is I'm trying to figure out like what is my niche, what's my niche, right? Where do I really fit in in the podcast world? Um, and I know that I really my, my goal is to share people's stories and, and share my experiences, um, and so that we can learn from one another. But um, I was really trying to figure out like how do I, in what way do I best showcase that, right? And I'm a found that you know 20 to 30 minute podcasts is the perfect length for me. I don't have the attention span to listen to an hour podcast. It's just the truth. 20 to 30 minutes, whether it's a short drive or, or a run um, or a walk or whatever, this is great for me. So that's what I'm gonna shoot for going forward with, with my featured guests today. It's just gonna be me. Um, you know, uh, it's been awesome to do the last three weeks with guests and it's actually been better than I could have ever dreamed. And I'm really, really looking forward to the next group of guests that I've got coming up. Um, but today I've been talking to people, or like this past week I've been talking to people about, you know, what are things going on in their life, right, um, in their reality that they would like me to talk about? You know, what are issues that they feel like aren't being talked about enough, or maybe that they are being talked about, but they want to continue the conversation? So today I'm going to be talking about my experience with mental health, right, my take on mental health. Um, and I'm really, really, really excited to kind of dive into my experiences, um, as well as kind of the tools that I use, right? Um, as we move forward. So, but first, before we get started, um, go ahead on Instagram if you haven't already and follow us at Chris Welbrick. Um, for all of our previous episodes, head on to our website if you want to learn more about our show. It's uh, wakeupwithwellbrick.com. And to donate and support the show, please visit patreon.com backslash wakeupwithwellbrick. All right, let's hit it, people. <laughs> So before I get started, um, I really want to just kind of big, big, I want to give a big disclaimer, excuse me. Um, I'm not a mental health professional, right? I'm not a medical professional, so I'm not here to be giving any sort of advice um, for that. My goal is to just give my, my experience um, and the things that I've learned along the way, and maybe you can resonate, maybe some of that resonates with you, and you can apply some of these principles in your life, but you know, mental health is not a one-size-fits-all thing. So I really wanted to get that out of the way first, and I'm in no way trying to prescribe some sort of plan for anyone. Okay, so mental health. What does mental health mean to me? Uh, so the first thing I kind of did before I, obviously, talking about what it means for me, is I looked up kind of the definition of mental health, because mental health for me, in my experience, has been one of those things that's just been kind of like 
thrown around and talked about, but I'd never really understood maybe a definition for it, right? I, I figured it, I like, I figured what it was, but I didn't actually know what the definition, I guess, meant. So according to the CDC, mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy choices. So that's the CDC definition. Um, it's pretty broad and all-encompassing. Um, so again, mental health, emotional, psychological, and social well-being. Um, to be honest, mental health wasn't always something that was easy for me. Um, I, f I spent years being uncomfortable in my own skin and honestly running from my fears and hiding behind food um, and, and other distractions so that I didn't have to face the things that were going on in my life. Uh, and when I was stressed and overwhelmed, I would isolate. I would retreat into my room, I'd eat food, I'd binge watch Netflix, right? I effectively trapped myself in a psychological and emotional prison. And the worst part is for me is that this approach didn't, this approach didn't make my problems go away, right? I still had deadlines, I still had bills, and I still had responsibilities. And honestly, this, this, this approach, right, this approach of retreating and kind of hoping that everything would go away, it, it made things worse. You know, my lack of productivity caused my responsibilities to pile up. And this ultimately started the cycle all over again, right? As more things piled up, the more I ran away, the more I retreated, the more, you know, I depended on, on food and Netflix um, to kind of like make that, make that immediate stress and fear and pain go away, even if it was just for like a millisecond. Um, operated in this hell hole for, for two years. I think I was when I was like in my early adulthood. Um, I created a reality where I was crippled with stress. I was emotionally and spiritually bankrupt. And I was physically embarrassed. And it wasn't until I hit rock bottom that I even became receptive and open to growth, change, and like, honestly, another way of life. But life's funny that way, right? Like, I'm so stubborn that sometimes I have to get beaten down so much to just even open my eyes. For me, in this case, it looked like I was dropping out of university and having to, to start over and rebuild myself up from the ground up, honestly. So... For me, that was that was where mental health was my first kind of approach to mental health and experience with mental health was realizing that I, I didn't have any, that I was just bankrupt. I think it was the best way for me to describe that. Um, and you have to get to that. I, I, not you, I had to get to that really, really low place. The place where I didn't even really want to look at myself in the mirror, I would avoid it because I didn't even know, one, I didn't even know the person looking back at me, and two, I, I really didn't like that person. Um, I had to get to that point to get so fed up with the cycle, right? Hoping, making, making, making a decision every Monday, right? That I'm, I'm going to do things differently today, or I'm going to do things differently this week because I know I, I have to do something to change it then ultimately falling back into that same routine, the same pattern. And I had to get, had to get so bad for me to, to make such a radical change. Um, 
and throughout my journey, right, and, and it is a journey, it's not a sprint, mental health and life, and just life in general, honestly, it's, it's so not a sprint, it's a journey. I've realized a few key ideas regarding mental health. And again, remember, this is my experience of what worked for me. This is not a one-size-fits-all thing, right? You may take part of it, you may take none of it, um, but I've been in points where, where it's really low. What worked, the first thing I had to realize is that mental health takes work. Just like anything in life, like mental health takes work. I have to really be intentional about the things that I do, about the people I surround myself with, um, and the influences that I allow into my life, right? Because I honestly believe that we are, in many cases, a sponge of all the things that we take into our life, whether those are the people around us, the things that we're listening to, the things that we're watching or exposed to on social media or the news, or anything like that, right? We are a sponge and we are influenced by that, whether that is consciously or subconsciously influenced. And I've always, you know, there's, there's this great phrase, um, or as a quote, whatever you want to really want to, whatever you really want to call it, right? That says like, if you want to know about a person, like look at their closest friends, right? Because those are a lot, in a lot of cases, those are representative and of, of, or they are representing in many ways you know, the values of, of that person. Right. So I, I realized that like I had to rebuild myself and I had to come up with concrete ideas, um, and principles by which I had to follow. Right. And now I'm looking and like, let's see, this is probably coming on a process that is now mm, six years if not longer, that I've really been focusing on this and it's really ramped up in the last two, um, but began six years ago where, where I like began that process of a rebuild, kind of like a, like a sports franchise. You have to rebuild, you have to tear everything down and you have to make new investments. Right. Um, and these are, these are the principles that, for me that helped me not just like rebuild my mental health, but maintain. And now I'm growing, now I'm in, the, you know, the aspect of growing in mental health. So the first is this physical exercise. Okay. For me, it's true that my mental state is pretty much connected to my, my physical state, right? For me, exercise clears my mind. It revitalizes my body and it basically allows me to center, you know, people, people also, you know, they always talk about meditation and you know, like breathing and like just letting thoughts come and go. For me, that's exercise. It's lifting or it's running or something like that. That allows me to just kind of get recentered. I, I, you know, my life, I, there are days, excuse me, that are super stressful. I think that I, I live a really blessed life, but there are days that are, that are really stressful, right? And working out is always an amazing way to kind of just recalibrate myself, balance myself, I can go in, I know what I have to do, and sometimes I'm just kind of on autopilot, other times I'm working out harder or, or less hard, right? But so, it's just like moving. Movement is so important, right? It's circulating the blood in our body, it's releasing just healthy hormones, all this stuff, right? Whether we're talking physiologically or just, you know, in general, it helps you feel refreshed. And, and I'm not here promoting that everyone becomes a bodybuilder. 
or anything like that. That's not what it's about. It's not about are you getting gains. It's about are you using it to go from maybe a more stressed out or negative mindset to just a more relaxed one, right? Because when I become relaxed and I'm more open and aware and allowing, you know, other people to influence me, other people to be there for me. If, if not, I'm so stuck in my own world. Um, and I just kind of want to stay stuck, to be honest with you. There are days that I don't want to go to the gym. There are days that I just want to stay grumpy or pissed off, but it always helps me take the, a step in the right direction. So again, first step, getting up and moving my body. Secondly, community. And, and this is something that I've always struggled with over the years. You know, I've always thought that community meant that I needed to have a lot of friends. Um, you know, that I needed to have this huge network of people in all areas of my life that are looking out for me. And, and the truth is that I found that that's not necessarily the truth of what community is, at least for me right? I have a very, very tight group of friends and a group of people. And I found that that's perfect for me. You know, I would rather have a few people that I can be my true self with and who really know me rather than a bunch of people who don't, you know? And for me, that's why social media is sometimes hard because, you know, social media is, it can be personal, I guess, but for me, I find it very impersonal, right? everyone's just kind of commenting on stuff and and I find it tough because I really just like quality one-on-one -on -one time with people with a few people and I don't need a lot of friends um, but that it took me a long time to get there right because you see these large groups of people with large groups of friends and I'm always like oh man they have that support that I wish that I had but for me you know support really comes with someone that I can call and talk to or someone who call me and check in on me um, and we can talk about like real issues going on in each other's lives um, so for me I found that it's quality over quantity and the important thing is having people in your life that you can be yourself with you know so if there's people that you're surrounding yourself with that maybe you're that you are realizing or that you know you know don't really appreciate you for the person that you are, then you have the power, right? And the ability to seek out and create new relationships with people, new friendships with people um, who have the values that you're looking for, right? Who have the characteristics that you're looking for. And I think we live in a culture now where we're trying to have the most friends and the most followers and the most influence, right? And if I'm being honest, I don't really want a huge influence as far as like I don't really want to have a huge, very superficial influence over a lot of people. I'd rather have a more in-depth and real influence over a less amount of people, if that makes sense. But it took a long time because everyone, everyone says you need to have a lot of friends. And for me, that's not true. The truth, the reality for me is, do you have people who are in your corner, who are supporting you through good times and bad times, right? And who want to truly see you succeed. And the last section for me is the spiritual section. And I've said on this podcast before, I'm not here to make this a religious thing, right? But for me, my experience turned around when I truly 
began to believe in something greater than myself. And for me, that's God. For you, it may not be God. It might be the universe, and it may be whatever works for you in your journey, in the part of your journey that you're at right now. And that's awesome. And I'm here to support that, right? But for me, once I started to believe in God, I began to realize how the events in my life were all shaping me into the person that I'm meant to become, right? I, I shifted from the victim mentality, right, that things were happening to me, more to the mentality that things are happening for me along my journey, right? And I, I heard, you know, a, a great quote once, and I mean, it's all on Instagram and stuff, but then, you know, there's, there's two types of people who come into your life and you know, some of them are blessings and, and some of them are lessons, right? Like some are the people who are meant to stick around, the blessings who are, you know, investing in your life. And some of them are, are lessons who are not staying around much longer, but they, but you're learning something from those experiences. So, you know, believing in a greater, greater force, greater force, you know, acting within my life, for me, allowed me to see how events, whether they were good or bad, helped shape me into the person that I am today. Um, you know, and every morning I, I pray for strength and patience. And this is, this is actually one of the biggest, for me, kind of shifts in my mentality, right? In my perception of things, because I used to just pray, right? And I'd be like, dear God, please help me be a more patient person today or a strong person or help me get this, right? Help me get this one thing get this job that I want and I want to control everything right but once I kind of gave up that control and just said you know please help guide me what is what is your will for me today how can I best serve other people and, and now every morning I pray for patience and strength and initially I thought that when I when I prayed for that then I just become more patient right that makes sense you know help me be more patient fill up my little patient my patience um I don't know, my cup of patience, oh, that's stupid, but you know what I mean, right? I thought I'd be more patient, but the reality of the matter is that when I pray for patience, I've realized that God will put situations and people in my life to help teach me patience or help show me to be patient or test my patience, right? I ask for patience, and then I have, you know, someone in my life who is being pretty freaking annoying, and it's like, Oh, I guess I prayed for patience and now I'm learning because patience again has to be developed. It's not this magical thing. And, and that right there for me, that symbolizes the journey. And, and too many people are focused on this promised land and, or some far off event in the future where they'll have their dream career, their dream relationship or their dream car or whatever that may be, right? But the truth is that we're nothing without our journey. And the promise is in the process. So embrace it. Embrace the sunny days and the rainy days, the good times and the boring times, the heartbreak, the failure, and the loneliness, right? As well as the success and the great times. All of those moments help develop the people we are today. I used to I used to want to have the perfect story, right? Just that amazing character arc, nothing but great things. But now I realize I just want the story that's mine. 
and for all the flaws and all the tough times because through those tough moments I'm challenged and I grow and I develop into someone that I didn't even realize I was capable of and uh, I don't know for me that's been one of the most rewarding parts of life so that's just a little of my take on mental health um, I really appreciate y'all y'all listening to my thoughts would love feedback on this. Um, anyway, keep tuning in. I'm so excited for another fresh round of guests coming up in the future. And uh, y'all have a blessed week, people. Thank you. <laughs>